studies show that we as women and we women nurses, I advocate for other people all the time. I advocate for my patients who are writhing in pain. I need pain medications. I can speak up about things that I don't see working well for other people, but I find a very hard time in some areas to speak up for myself and especially when my voice was shunted. Welcome to the Nurse to Nurse podcast, where we'll have inspiring and innovative conversations from one nurse to another, helping you leverage your experience, expertise, and education to build your personal brand and start a coaching practice. And now, here to help you unleash your magic in the world, your host, Starshima. Can you hear me? Mic check. Can you hear me? Speak up, sis. I need to know you hear me. What's up? This is your girl, Starshima, with another episode here on the Nurse to Nurse podcast, ready to have a real conversation with you about harnessing your voice and your story to go out and drive a greater impact in the world. So I want to ask you, has there been a time that you needed to leverage your voice in some type of situation experience, but you decided not to? So you could have been sitting at the boardroom table, you could have been at a family function, and you decided you had a unique perspective, but you decided not to say anything. And what made you drive the decision to not say anything, you thought, well, maybe what I have to say isn't as important. Maybe they don't want to hear my perspective. If you answer yes to these questions, I want you to stay here, hang out in the podcast, because I want to help you harness the power of your voice and your story to go out and drive a greater impact in the world. So before we jump into the content, I wanna ask you a real important question. What would happen if you decided to own your voice and your story unapologetically? And when I ask that question, I mean like, what are the things that you can go out and do in the world? What kind of impact can you drive if you just decided to speak about the things that mattered in the right situation. Think about that. So in the conversation today, I'm going to share with you how you can really harness the power of your voice and your story. So at the end of this episode, you're gonna know one, why do women struggle with sharing their voice? So if you found yourself right now struggling, you are not alone. This is a common space for us as women. So let's unpack why we are the way that we are so that we can be able to move forward as a collective. I'm going to help you understand the absolute power within your voice. I'm going to give you strategies within this episode of owning your voice and your story to grow your impact, to grow your influence, and to grow your income. And then I'm going to give you three practical ways that you can take out into your world today start leveraging on your platform of being able to harness your voice as well as your stories to explode in your business as well as in your career. It is about to explode. All right, girlfriend, y'all know I'm a little off. But here's the thing. Let's just look at this. So if you really want to go to distance, 
And when I talk about going the distance, you can go the distance in different areas. You can go the distance in your life, in your personal life. You can go the distance in your business. You can go the distance in your careers, right? But for you to be able to go the distance, you need to make noise. And making noise means talking about the things that matter, okay? Here's the truth, is that women's voices have been notoriously ignored by corporations to the intimate settings of us getting everyday healthcare. Now, there are statistics that are out there that shows that women voices are often ignored at a greater percentage than what men are, okay? And when we begin to talk about the things that matter with us in organizations, we're labeled as difficult or hard to speak to, not easy to get along with, whereas our male counterparts, they are found to be forward-thinking, right, innovative. So we as women, over a period of time, we have been accustomed to being liked. Let's not talk too loud. Let's not make too much noise. And in us doing this, we are living a life that is not true and organic to who we are. There are special matters that we want to talk about that we don't feel comfortable with talking about. And in the healthcare setting, let's unpack this really, really quick. When we talk about women seeking healthcare, women seeking healthcare, when we think about when we go and we tell our doctors about the things that we are experiencing, they kind of overlook it, give us some type of rationale. We look at women's health, one of the most understudied areas in healthcare. And why do you think it's understudied? Do you think it's understudied because we don't go to the doctor and tell the doctors the things that are happening to us? Or do you think that is understudied because no one takes for granted the things in which we're going through? Let me give you an example about this. And this is just really sad and it just really, really makes me upset, but it makes me go harder. I recently, maybe a year and a half ago, I had this kind of health scare. I didn't know what was going on. My blood pressure was extremely, extremely elevated. My glucose was out of control and I was having some woman type issues. I was struggling a lot with anxiety, things of that nature. So at that time, I started to get hyper-focused on my care. I started seeing my primary care doctor more regularly. And then they were sending me to these different specialties as I began to complain about different areas. And it went all the way to the part where I made it to a cardiologist. And I made it to the cardiologist because I was still having these issues that was going on. Now, mind you, I'm in my early 40s, but hormonal changes still really happens. So they took me in and to rule out that I had a cardiac issue or was it something else going on with me, I started with a treadmill test. You all may have known, I mean, you guys are nurses, so you understand what a treadmill test is. So they wanted to really look at, was it a heart issue? Was it a blood pressure issue? What was going on? So at the end of it, I had a male nurse who ran the treadmill test for me. I was sitting there and I was explaining. And gratefully, this was a male nurse that I worked in the capacity with in the ER. So we were familiar with each other. And the thing that he asked me at the end of it, when I was doing all the things, he asked me, have you had your hormones checked? And that was one thing I didn't have the conversation with him about because I talked to my primary care doctor about it. I talked to my OB doctor about it. But none of them said that that was an issue. But it clearly wasn't my heart. My heart had the capacity. He worked me 
110%, right? Above what it was. And I had no ischemia within my heart during that time, no chest pain, no anything. And he said, have you had your hormones checked? But all these time I was telling all these other physicians, it took another nurse to ask me, have you had your hormones checked? Because women are often not heard. We're understudied about the things that we are happening within our bodies. So our voices aren't heard. So it didn't give me the courage to go back and to challenge the doctor again about what I was experiencing. But should I for my own health? Absolutely. Because studies show that we as women and we women nurses, I advocate for other people all the time. I advocate for my patients who are writhing in pain. I need pain medications. I can speak up about things that I don't see working well for other people. But I find a very hard time in some areas to speak up for myself, and especially when my voice was shunted. Think about this. Women are essential stakeholders in healthcare, serving as workers, caregivers, and consumers, yet we do not have equal voice in leadership. So they will take a male, our counterpart, voice over ours. I mean, I just think that it's some baloney, right? So let's unpack this. Let's jump in and let's talk about what is voice. Voice can mean different things to different people, but voice is really an important pathway for us to connect, for us to understand, as well as for us to express who we are, right? That's what our voice is. So why is voice so important? Your voice is essentially your superpower. Because your voice is that thing that's going to connect you. Your voice is that thing that's going to enhance understanding and also going to express emotion and tell who you are. So why are we shunting our voices? It's time to speak up. Let's speak up, sis. They need to hear us. So let's unpack this a little bit. So our voice is an important way in which we communicate and connect with other humans. Human all desire connection. So our voice is that powerful thing. It conveys meaning when we talk, the intonation of our voice. It picks up emotion. It picks up energy. That is the power of voice. And here is the big thing here of what I really want to talk to you about harnessing the power of your voice today is because your voice creates change. When you can connect with people, when you can talk about the things that matter, when people can feel your passion and your emotion and your energy behind a thing, this is when you begin to evoke change, change within your organizations, change within your businesses, change within our communities. Our voice is so powerful. And do you realize this is probably why we are so shunted from using our voices as women, right? Why they don't value our voice as much is because we create so much change within our communities when we use it. It is key. This is the things that are happening. So here's another thing that you want to think about. People can take material things away from you, but they cannot take your voice. Think about it. They can take the car. They can take the truck. They can steal all those things, but they cannot take your voice. And this is why they try to muzzle people, right? Think about when people have witnessed or experienced things. See, people understand the power of our voice much more so than what we understand it ourselves. But this episode 
is going to help you harness the power of your voice to be able to explode your business, your career, your personal life like never before, right? So people understand that. So think about a time where you've fallen short, where you didn't reach a goal in your life or in your business. Think about that. Think about a time where you didn't meet certain expectations that you wanted to meet. And with that, did you use the power of your voice to be able to share with people around the things that you've struggled with to create a connection or relatability with? See, because sometimes we feel that our voice, when we use our voice, we shouldn't be vulnerable with our voice as women, right? We don't use it to connect. Let's talk about why do women struggle with their voice. I know many women, just like myself, myself included, right, have been accustomed to being talked over, but we don't have to continue to stand idly by. That's the real big thing is for a very long time, and I call it my corporate censorship. And in my corporate censorship, what I really mean by that is that I didn't talk about the things that matter. Sometimes I watched things go on, but I felt like that they didn't want to hear what I had to say, or my perspective wasn't good enough on the matter, so I didn't say anything about it. And will someone else talk over me or make the way that I feel feel invalid? So with that, I had corporate censorship. That censorship ran over into my business, right? It ran over into my personal life where I didn't have the courage to talk about the things that mattered to me. I didn't even have the courage to talk about my failures or the way that I felt because I felt like they would be overlooked. Well, I have to tell you, when I harness the power of my voice, I have no problem with sharing with people when things don't align with me. I have no problem with sharing people uh, with people when my feelings are hurt, right? When I'm being vulnerable, I'm okay with that because I understand the power of voice is what creates change, which makes me more relatable, okay? And what helps me grow. So It is inarguable, like we can't argue about it, that the fact that women are discriminated against when it comes to their voice. Women are considered less trustworthy, the hell they think so, right? We are considered less competent, yet we are the most educated group of individuals in the world, right? And we are less leader-like. These are the things when they hear that it's a woman's voice on the other side, these are the things that they think about. And it just burns me alive because we as women have, again, it's it's that power of our voice that we've been told to not use our voice to create the change that we want to see, but to sit around in mediocrity and to settle. And some of us are settling in relationships because your voice doesn't matter in a relationship. Some of you are selling your voice doesn't matter with the things that you say are wrong or that you don't agree with. You don't feel like your voice matters, so you sit and you settle within that. Some of you are settling within your careers right now. Some of you are watching things go on that you know are not right, but you're afraid to use your voice, okay? Let's talk about why you may be afraid to use your voice, okay? Some of the barriers that stand in the way. And that's the big thing, the society standards, right? 
society says we are women, we're supposed to be likable. We're supposed to be soft. We're supposed to be agreeable. We're supposed to do the things we shouldn't disagree with anything, like as if we're not human, right? We are a human. We are emotional. We have our own unique perspectives on things based off our experiences, the things that we've seen, the things that we've been through, our education. So why do I not have my own unique perspective? And why should I always be likable? See, I shifted this mindset to becoming likable. See, I am a female leader, just like you are. And my goal is not to be likable. My goal is to be revolutionary, to come and disrupt space as I'm talking to you about harnessing the power of your voice. So societal standards and mediocrity is the things that we try to live up to. We shouldn't make too much noise in the workspace. We should not ask or negotiate salaries. Do you know that men at a great percentage overdo women with negotiating their salaries, but men are less qualified? Women feel like, we feel like we have to be 100% qualified for a position before we even apply for it. Our male counterparts will be about 50% qualified for a position and we'll take it. It's crazy. I mean, that those things are just insane to me and we'll go for it, right? So the thing is to be likable, okay? We don't wanna make too much noise in the workspace because they found that women who make a lot of noise, they put them into categories. They are hard to get along with. They are seen as difficult. And so what they want us to do as women is conform. But I want you to use the power of your voice to create change within your organizations. You guys are not nurses and leaders and managers and business owners because you want to conform. You're typically here to disrupt some kind of space. Anytime I go into an organization at whichever capacity, I am here to create change. And my voice is that change agent. The very thing that I was afraid to use is the very thing that makes me money today. Yes, you heard that. The very thing that I was afraid to use, that I was censored with, that I was afraid to share my opinion is the very thing that makes me money today. Here's another thing that comes with us as women. We come with excess baggage. You know, when I talk about baggage, perhaps you've been in a relationship where your voice didn't matter. The things that you said didn't matter. So over a period of time, it kind of beats up your confidence, right? So then you eventually like, oh, I'm not going to say it. They don't want to hear what I have to say. It really don't matter to them. Excess baggage plays a role in you unleashing your voice to its greatest capacity to be able to explode right now. The lack of hope to create change. The lack of hope of being heard. So you feel like they're not going to hear me. They ain't going to hear me out. They're not going to change anything. So why the hell am I going to say anything? Have y'all ever felt like that? Like, It's so many times that I think about even now, there's different layers to harnessing the power of your voice. And as you elevate to different layers and unleash it at different layers, then there's going to be other opportunities for you to unleash. And sometimes I catch myself when I don't want to say a thing and I'm like, they're not going to change shit. So why am I going to say something? They're not going to hear what I'm saying. They're only going to hear from their perspective. So why am I going to say something? Have you ever been in that space? These are the barriers to us. And then we're also penalized for speaking up for ourselves or in organization. So women are penalized or they're labeled as difficult more often than men, counterparts within their organizations. Consideration of what others may think is another thing that we think about as women. All right. So think about this. So what is worse? 
that we as women, not only do we have the things that are up against us, but think about now the impact that we have on ourselves. So I talked about the external things outside of us, but let's talk about some other things that stop us as women from really, really using our voice. And this is the internal thing that we will sabotage our own success. We'll second guess ourselves with using the power of our own voice to where we prevent ourselves from experiencing the success that we truly desire. Studies have shown that women consistently think less of themselves and their skills on their jobs, in their interviews, within their business, and or running the office. Think about that. How do you think about your skills? Do you feel like you have what it takes? Was that education, that experience, your years of working at the bedside or any other career, how do you feel about it? Does it feel inadequate? Do you feel like it's still not good enough? And that's probably why we find ourselves on this constant search of getting more certifications, getting more education, because we feel like we don't have enough and we sabotage our own success of being on this hamster wheel. So this is what Barack said. Barack said, change will not come if we wait for some other person or some other time. We are the ones we've been waiting for. We are the ones that we've been waiting for. We are the change that we seek. Let's unpack that a little bit. This is pretty deep. He says, we are the ones that we've been waiting for. We are the ones that are unleashing our voice, that are talking about the things that matter that are going after our dreams, our goals, and our aspirations unapologetically right in front of the face of the people who said that we cannot do it, right in front of the people who do not hear us. But there's a group and a market of people who need to hear us. We are the change that we seek. We are the ones we've been waiting for. Let's go out and get it, sis. And that means speaking up, Harnessing the power of your voice and your story to be able to explode in your business, in your career, and in your personal life. So let me share with you some ways that you can put into place right now to be able to explode in these areas of your life. Number one. You have to own your story and your voice. For far too long, you haven't owned it. It may have looked well for someone else, but it didn't look good for you. Your story of the things that you've been through, you've considered that nobody wanted to hear it. That wasn't powerful enough. But Barack Obama said in his statement was that we are the ones that we've been waiting for. So you are the one that you've been waiting for. So it's time to own your voice, and to own your story. So to be a woman of change and to really own the room when you walk in it and when you speak, to command, to hold, and direct the attention, it requires you to have full clarity of one, who you are. The second thing is what your purpose is. And when you think about purpose work, purpose is outside of you, okay? What is the thing that you're doing for the greater good? Okay, what does that purpose work? Understand what your passions are, the things that you're absolutely passionate about. 
and then understand what are your unique perspectives. So your perspectives comes from the things that you've experienced in life, okay? Your education, your expertise, these all shape your unique perspectives. And the reality is, is that no one can have your voice. I don't care how many people are out here in leadership, how many women business owners there are, how many women business owners are within your niche, how many people are doing the things that you're doing, no one can have your voice or no one can offer what you have to say because it's so unique to you. Your story is yours. Your voice is yours. It is time to own it. The second thing is, is having unshakable confidence. So to harness the power of your voice, it's important to be confident in your story. And that goes back as you own your story and as you own your voice, it makes you more confident in that thing. And when you're more confident in that thing, the more you show up in a very confident manner, very unshaken, that no one can take away from you what you've already earned. That unshakable type of confidence. Now, number three is a big one. And number three is all about dismantling the negative self-talk. And this negative self-talk is what has prevented you or have prevented you from fully unleashing. If you haven't unleashed or fully unleashing your voice is because entertaining the negative self-talk, okay? And I just talk about, it's time to let go of this damn head trash that we're entertaining. The bullshit that doesn't really, really pertain to what is really important around owning our voice. If you can just let me be real with you. So examples of head trash that we entertain when it comes to owning our story and our voice to be able to explode in our business, our careers, and our personal lives is things like, I'm not good enough. And we all go through this at different levels, but you have to get so gritty and get so unshaken and your confidence has to be unshaken. You have to own your story to say, I am good enough right where I am to start. The only way that you can get better with anything is to start. Think about when you started your career. You didn't know half of the things that you know now, but you had to get the experience, the expertise, the education under your belt. You had to start. So let's stop telling ourselves that we're not good enough because you were good enough to go out and to get these things to be able to drive a greater impact in the world. So let's change our self-talk. The other thing is a lack of self-worth. Many of you, because the world has conditioned us to say, go get the career. First, you got to get the education and get the career. Go work, go buy the house, the white picket fence, right? Those are the things that society has shaped our worth around. And now that we've got the things that we've prayed for that we thought was worthy, we're still unhappy. And you feel a level of guilt for wanting more, but you are so worthy of that big dream that's in your belly. And it's time to start talking about it because your voice is probably what's going to unlock the dream. Here's an activity for you, because y'all know I would never come to you and not give you something that's going to move you forward. Here's an activity. I want you to get a piece of paper. I want you to break the paper into four columns. I want you to explore these different areas. The should've, right? Self-talk. I should've did this, okay? I could've did this. I would've did this. And I want you to analyze those three areas. The should've, could've, would've BS that we entertain. And now with the last column, I want you to label it the truth. 
what is really the truth about the thing? Because as long as we, until we can get real and really honest about a thing, we can't move forward. So you can't own your voice and have unshakable confidence and go out here and explode in your career, in your business, in your personal lives, what entertaining shoulda, coulda, woulda type stuff or the negative aspect with it. So what if I go out and start the business and three years I'm a millionaire? What if, right? What if I thought that I, I should have left two years ago? What took me so long to get out of this? Okay. You want to develop. The other thing is after you do that activity, you want to think about developing a personal board of directors. And these are your personal board, right? Do you think your board is people that are there to support you and to guide you around owning who you are? One of the biggest things is many of us are doing things that are foreign to us that not people around us have done. So with that, we look at our circumstances. We make decisions out of our circumstance versus our decisions out of where we want to go. And in that, we stay shrunken. We stay hidden. We can't really harness the power of our voice and share our stories. And then here's the big thing, find mentorship. And when you're looking for a mentor, there are some things you want to consider. You want to consider looking at someone who's at least a step ahead of you, who's doing the things that you want to do and get that support and that mentorship and start investing in that to help grow you, to help you harness the power of your voice, okay? To help you be able to explode and to do the things that you want to do in your careers, whether it's climbing the corporate ladder, whether in your business, you want to be the first generation millionaire within your family to go do that. Whether you want to lose the 50 pounds using the power of your voice and not being afraid to talk about the things that matter to you. Don't be afraid to disrupt people. Don't be afraid to have controversial type of conversations. It's okay to disrupt space. This is what we do. Just by harnessing the power of our voice, we're disrupting this space that women are supposed to be quiet. They're not supposed to talk about the things that matter. They're supposed to sit back, right? And go for it. Bullshit. Okay. All right. So as you can see, I am deeply, deeply passionate about women using their voice. And my passion really drives is because for years and years of my life, I never talked about the things that matter. I lived a life that was foreign to who I was. I felt like I was living a double life, y'all. Like I felt some kind of way in the inside, but I was so afraid to share how I felt. I would see things go on around me, but I was so afraid to talk about it. I would see things in corporate America that wasn't right, and I was afraid to talk about it. Right now, if it's not right, if it's not factual, if it's not evidence, And how I feel and my emotion, if I can't share that with people, then those people aren't for me and I'm okay with that, but I'm gonna keep talking because I lived so sheltered, my feelings, my emotions, my voice and my story. I was afraid to tell people that I was poor. Why not? It makes me relatable. I can help the next person who grew up, who was in the mud, who didn't have money, who was going around the corner to the liquor store and exchanging paper food stamps, buying a 10 cent candy so you can get the cash back. Like, why why was I afraid of that story? Why did my voice not matter? Because my voice now, when I share that story, it creates change. 
It creates hope in another individual. So the power of our voice. Speak up, sis. It is time to harness your power of your voice to elevate your impact, your income, and your influence. Now, now that we understand how we can own our voice and our story to be able to explode our business, our career, and our personal lives, let me give you three practical ways that you can go out and do this today. One, you can start sharing your voice. You never, ever want to miss an opportunity for you to be heard. One of my coaches says, get in the room. And when you get in the room, you want to talk. You never want to miss an opportunity to be in heard. I know, I know, I know. I am challenging everything that you've been known or taught to do. I get it. It feels uncomfortable. It feels uneasy. You're like, what the hell is this woman talking about? But just follow me. Let's unlearn and let's learn some things. You never want to miss an opportunity for your voice to be heard. What does that mean to you? So here are some ways that you can start leveraging it today. Public speaking, getting out there and sharing your voice. When you do public speaking, it positions you in the mind of your ideal target audience, okay? Where are some places that you can start publicly speaking? Sharing your voice on your social media platforms, talking about the things that matter to you that you're deeply passionate about, Start talking about it. You can do it in in in-person workshops, trainings inside your facilities. Give yourself that opportunity to leverage your voice. The other way that you can start using your opportunities to be heard is webinars and online type trainings. This is a very great platform for you to use your voice. So this is another way that you can educate people. Okay, this allows your prospects, your potential clients, your target audience, okay, to test drive you before you bring them to your table to have a seat, okay, to make sure that you're connecting with them, that they feel your energy, they like your passion, and build community with them, okay? This is another way. The other way I think I tell all my clients is positioning yourself to take up your virtual real estate. And podcasting is one area and where you can take up your virtual real estate, okay? So it's time for you to speak up, sis. It's time for you to start harnessing the power of your voice to create change and to be able to explode you in the areas of business, to do it in the areas of your careers. They say a closed mouth doesn't get fed. My mama used to always tell me that, rest her soul today. A closed mouth doesn't get fed. And I always did not remember the context of that. But even as a kid, when I wanted a thing, I wouldn't speak up about it. I wouldn't ask for it, right? Now, partial is probably conditioned. You know, you don't ask for things. You don't go in the store and ask for things. So then you get conditioned. Behaviors are learned. So we begin to learn this behavior of not using our voice for a multitude of different reasons. What I do know is that it's time for women like you and like me to start speaking up on matters that matter. Like we are the thing that we've been waiting for. We are the change that we wanna see. And it's also time for us to start speaking up for ourselves. So let's say goodbye to the days of feeling less than and let's start rising. 
because we are more than what society has put on us. Your voice is more than what society has put on you. So it's time for you to stand up and to be heard. It's time for women to speak with authority, assertion, and confidence and not apologizing for it. Like, why is it okay? I remember I used to always say, I'm sorry. I would say something. I'd be like, excuse me, can you please get out of my way? And I was like, I'm sorry. And I was like, what is that? Why am I telling everybody that I'm sorry? Or why am I apologizing? Because I was speaking up or advocating for myself. No more apologizing for it. Authority, a certain, confident. That's what we got to start doing. So we as women, we don't need to take back, uh, take pushback from people, okay, who constantly talk over the top of us. I think you have to leverage your emotional intelligence. You don't want to argue with people. But when people want to talk over you, let them talk over you. But we don't have to take the pushback and feel disvalued that we don't feel heard or mattered. We have to go out here and create that space for us as women. So this is what we're going to start doing. This is what this episode was all about, to help you really harness the power of your voice, to be able to explode in your business, to be able to explode in your career, to be able to explode in your personal life. So in this conversation, those are the things that we covered. So we know now why women struggle. So if you've been struggling and you're like, why is it just me? No, we all struggle. Now you understand what's the power of my voice. My voice holds power. And this is why people have been fighting me for so long. I remember looking at people and I was like, I wish I just had a double of her spirit. I admired that in people because I was censored. I almost felt like I had like something over my mouth where I couldn't even talk about the things that mattered. I gave you some strategies to really owning your voice and your story. And then I also gave you some ways to start harnessing your voice today. It is our time. We are here to create the revolution. We are what we have been waiting for. Speak up, sis. It is time to harness the power of your voice to elevate your impact, your income, and your influence. Thank you for tuning in to another episode here on the Nurse to Nurse podcast. Leave me a comment. Let me know what this episode did for you. Be sure to do the activity within the episode, and I would love to hear what that done for you as well. And until next Friday, girlfriend, we'll stay connected. Chat soon. Thank you for listening to Nurse to Nurse. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you're feeling inspired and ready to build your personal brand and create a premium coaching practice in 90 days, visit www.iamstarshima.com slash buildmybrand to start your journey today. For more information and updates, follow Starshima on Instagram at nursecoachstarshimarn and on Facebook at Starshima RN. Until next Friday, take care.